So hello, Aaron Hodgson. Hello, Matt O'Neill. Good to speak with you, Aaron. <laughs> somebody, Thanks, Matt. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, somebody contacted us and said we're they heard our podcast, but they didn't know who we were. So, so how would you describe your job, Matt? For those uh, that maybe don't know us too well. Um, yeah. So my name is Matt O'Neill, and I am a associate professor in the Department of Entomology here at Iowa State University. And I got a research teaching appointment, which means I spend most of my time researching uh, insect pests of soybeans and um, sometimes corn. But uh, the rest of my time spent teaching, mostly to students, undergrad and grad, um, sometimes to people outside of campus, which is where you do most of your work. Yeah. So... I'm also an associate professor, but I have an extension research appointment, and so most of my time is spent teaching uh, research-based type recommendations to people that work in agriculture. And then I also have a research Do appointment. Do you mean farmers? Well, farmers, craft consultants, people that buy and sell chemical, oh, um, yeah, people yeah, that yeah. just work in agriculture and need continuing education for various things, sure. um, people that work in extension, so kind of train the trainer thing. So. A lot of different, you know. It's more pet, than farmers. It's more than it's farmers. More than farmers. I mean, certainly farmers are a big part, but I, I it's just me, so I can't reach yeah. all the farmers. So I often do kind of train the trainer things. Yeah. yeah. I guess I got a little edge to myself about this because I'm kind of like regarding this person who contacted us, like, who are you? How can you not know who we are? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking right at you. I'm no, looking right at you. And the other thing is, like, what does it matter? You know, the, I mean, it does matter in the sense you want to know where you're getting your information, but, uh, you know, you're not listening to this for the gle- greater glory of Matt and Aaron. It's because, yeah. I think, hopefully, you're listening to this because we have something interesting to say. Little know? nuggets of, yeah, helpful information. Little pearls of wisdom. Yes. Aphids are on our list of things to talk about. So let's get to some of those pearls. Okay. Um, I, got, I was talking to a guy at church. I kid you not. Uh, and I, he said, where are you from? You know, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Teaching at the university. What do you teach? Entomology. And his eyes got huge. And he said, oh, do you know anything about aphids? And I was like, well, oh, one or two fact. things. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he's a, an agronomist. Um Commercial, you know, not attached to the university or anything, but he's like, what do you know about aphids? And I was like, well, I know it's been bad this year, and probably a lot of fields are going to get sprayed, if and, and many of them probably need to be. And he's like, well, yeah, he said he thought it was going to be a quiet year, and he was surprised mm-hmm. that uh, things were as bad. Yeah. But anyway, he was asking me, should I keep spraying? Mm-hmm. This is 24th of August. 24th of August. And and people are still on the fence about spraying or not. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I had my teleconference this morning with the crops team, and, and that's basically all the, the conversation, at least insect-wise. That's They were talking about aphids, yeah. soybean aphids, and then when is it too late? Um, is it too late? And do product choices change as you get kind of late August, even early September? We talked about this last time yeah, about we did. the re-entry interval yep. and harvest, yeah. pre-harvest interval. And I think just talking but, to field agronomists, most of the so soybean... listen to the last one. Yeah, listen to the last one, but most of the soybean in the state is between R5 and R6. So, you know, hitting full seed set and then starting the senescence process. So, so dig this. <clears throat> I'm digging it. What? Here, listen to this. This is what I told the guy. 
because um, he was asking me, he's like, yeah, I got some fields that we've already sprayed and others that numbers are starting to pick up. And, yeah. And I said, well, where are you at in terms of development? And he said, well, you know, R5 plus is sort of pod development. And I said, do I need to spray? And I was like, well, I, here's what the rest, this is August 24th. Yeah. The rest of the week, our highs are supposed to be, what, 72 to 74 Somewhere in that range? Yeah, I don't know. How much development in the plant is going to go on? And the lows are going to get down to hmm, 50s, maybe 40s. Not going to be a lot of degree days compared to, you know, a typical August. And what is the temperature like in terms of the aphids perspective? So Pretty good. Yeah. So all I'm saying is... Yeah, we're late in the growth of the plant, but there's not going to be maybe a lot of growth going on the next week or so because of cool temperatures, and cool temperatures are what these aphids like. And although you and I have talked about this, don't spray, you know, necessarily if you get, you know, late in the life of the bean, but at some point you will see yield loss if you get really large numbers. And all I'm saying is the conditions are right for those numbers, those aphid populations to continue to grow. Yeah. Does it make and sense? It makes sense. And on the other side of that coin, we often get updates from Brian Lang, who's a field agronomist mm. in Northeast Iowa, and he does some very detailed aphid sampling. And he's the best. Uh, that guy. Yeah, meticulous. And um, he. That word doesn't get used enough. Meticulous. Yeah. He is meticulous. He is and um, he is also notice, noticing a lot of the white dwarfs in some of the fields that he's sampling. And so to me, that's also an indication that. White dwarf. White dwarf. Now just. Put this in some perspective. Aphids are already small. They get even smaller. And they just get, like, sickly looking. They're off color a little bit. They're not as broad or bright or vibrant. Yeah, and they're just anemic if if, if insects get anemic. But, you know, it's an indication that maybe they're not doing so well. And so that's also something to consider is if it looks like, yeah, there's aphids, but a lot of them look like they've got colds or something. Yeah. Yeah. But the point still is, those are aphids are feeding, yeah. and their numbers can still increase. Yeah. Anyway, it just... It's not cut and dry. No, and the math that the farmer or the applicator or the co-op has to do is how valuable is this bean field? Yeah. How much are we willing to put into it? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, are we ready to pull the trigger? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It's, it, yeah, it's... Uh, Every season seems like it's a little bit different. Well, I can't give one prescription for everybody. My, my sense this year is that those populations have hung on for a long time. Yeah. And and some are just now starting to go up. And that's, yeah. that's been a bit unusual. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Back to school. school First day of school. And you, yeah. can, you can feel the energy on campus. I feel something. <laughs> long lines. <laughs> The parking is bad. Oh. The lines are bad for coffee and food. They were, you know what was weird? This is totally off topic. But the, um, this would be what that other place, uh, we'll get to the other place in a second, but this would be what they would cut out if we weren't in control of our own content. This is our pirate ship. We're in control of our content. Arg. Our, so I want to I just say this. It's back to school. There were yellow kidney punchers on campus today. What's that? Uh, it's what Mr. Nelson used to describe the school buses, yellow kidney puncher. <laughs> you never heard that expression? No. Before? Well, you know, the old school buses are yellow, right? Yeah. And if you've ever had to ride one of those, especially like 
on the way to a game, you know, and you're going down a country road, it's just like getting punched in the kidney. It's oh. just over and over again. I rode a lot of buses, but I've never heard of that oh. phrase. It must be an Illinois thing. There's no S. You're just doing that to excite me. I'm <laughs> just trying to get knock it off. poke you. But anyway, I don't know what they were doing on campus. I suspect there were so many students, they didn't have enough buses to get mm. the kids around campus. Who knows? Yeah. Back to school, so there's a lot of learning. Um, uh, so much learning. I was just thinking, uh, bringing this up, because back to school also means, you know, we, you know, field season starts to wind down. We're going to keep this pirate ship afloat. We're going to keep this train rolling. Let's all do it. The semester. Because sept- no, typically we just do it during the growing season. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, um, I, I don't think, I know we're going to keep doing this, um, because in part we've got uh, opportunities to talk to people who are involved in pest management, crop production throughout the year. And uh, one of them is going to be Dominic Reisig. Have we already talked about this? No. We're talking about it now. Yeah. Dominic is from... Uh, North Carolina State. Yeah. And he's coming in September? Uh, in about three weeks. Yeah. And Dominic works on soybean insects in yeah. North Carolina. Um, some invasive and some... They just have tremendous breast pest pressure down there i don't even know how they grow stuff down there they really don't insects uh one of them and i'm hoping we can talk to him about this we'll get him out on the podcast and um chat with him about heliocoverpa armigera the old world cotton bullworm we talked a bit about this uh several episodes ago it has been found in florida and dominic being in north carolina um he's close to that but he's also told us at some meetings they're doing survey work, waiting or you know anticipating its movement up. That um, that should be interesting. Yeah. Plus he has kudzu bug. Oh um, right, kudzu and bug. And he has oh, yeah. you know he's been tracking that for a while and um, just the caterpillar pressure that they see in soybean um, is tremendous. And so it might be a precursor to maybe some things we might see eventually. So he's just a good resource. That'd be fun to talk to him. The other thing is uh, we'll have other people come in. Um, but if there are questions that people want us to answer, maybe they could uh, send in some questions. Yeah. They know how to find us now. Well, and they know our names. Know our names. So I can put in our email um, to the email info website. Yeah. 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 Find us and uh, be happy to uh, talk then. Um, we'll happy to take on those. Yeah. One thing, maybe we should bring this up. There might be some changes. Yeah. Well, um, we're not sure how to best reach people. And one avenue is just posting these MP3 files on our website, which is okay. Um, It's not something that is, it works for everybody because you have to have internet access. Yeah. And then the second way is iTunes. So if you have a subscription to iTunes, you can um, listen to our podcast wherever you go. iTunes is free. Well, yeah. And just not everybody uses iTunes and, and that kind of thing. So we're looking to expand maybe some of our options for accessing increasing our exposure we got invited uh i invited i <laughs> i invited us or I, I put in a proposal to stitcher which is a podcast aggregator and they accepted our proposal stitcher is so. kind of like huffington post or drudge report or any of these other aggregators that take other people's content and put them all together yeah does that make sense? Yeah, they have a lot of podcasts and a huge variety of different sections. And they had one that was kind of for science and education, so that's where we're going to be. Oh, wow. Yeah. Science and education. Mm-hmm. 
Which is who we are. That's we what we do. Bringing it all together. <laughs> and um, we got contacted by another group. They want to do something very different. They want to. We're not going to bring up their name. Well, they want to take our podcast and, and kind of rip up. stuff out. So they want to take snippets. And I don't know if they really appreciate our kind of side conversations like yellow kidney punchers. But, um, you know, uh, I think we might say thank you, but no thank you to that. Because well, we want our podcast to be in our control. So the way I think about this is um, I, I think there's sort of two types of people in the world. You either listen to talk radio or you don't. Yeah. And people who listen to talk radio enjoy just a conversation, you know, hearing a conversation. We're having a conversation, aren't we? Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm looking at the monitor and I think I do most of the conversating because I talk a lot. Yeah. I, 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 I listen a lot. Well. But it takes two. It takes two to have a conversation. Yeah. But the point is that conversation, you draw out each other's yeah. uh, interests and knowledge and I learn a lot from you every time we talk about this, about what you're hearing with the uh, agronomist, what you're seeing in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Vice versa. So, oh, that's sweet. But the yeah. point is, uh, I don't think we should be doing this succinctly. I don't think this should be something that's done you know, in 30 seconds, sound right. bites. I think yeah. it should be more of a conversation. Yeah, I do and, too. And, um, you know, yeah, we're not going to go for hours or an hour, although part of me thinks... We, we started out and they were like it. three or four minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they've kind of been about 15 minutes this season. 15 minutes seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing, going back to questions. If people have questions that they want sort of mm-hmm. thought over, discussed mm-hmm. a bit. If they have thoughts the, about like, This is the format to do it. Yeah. And hopefully if you're doing this, you know, you're listening to this while you're in your car and driving to work or exercising or, you know, what, walking the dog. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I walk the dog. Yeah. And and this is just sort of that, you know, for 15 minutes a week, you hear something about insect pests of crops. Maybe we'll, you know, and now that we're going out of the season, we'll be able to go into detail about things like possible invasive pests that are spreading into the United States mm-hmm. and maybe new ways to manage insect pests. Yeah. I'll give an update on our honeybee project. Because um, okay. we're learning some really interesting stuff with yeah. that. Um, so it'll it'll expand a bit, but it'll be an expansion every com- every time. It'll be a conversation of you know fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, and we'll have some new people on. Uh, some guests. Yeah. yeah, we've got the ICM conference that'll come up in November. It's September second and third. Oh, September. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm really? sorry, December. December second. December. Yeah. In November, uh, we have the National ASA meeting, mm-hmm. and we'll take our show on the road. That's kind There's of a lot of bug people there. So many. Oh, and this is the Tri Society meeting. So it's agronomy, Plus ESA. plant pathology. So it's ASA, CSSA, ASSA, and ESA. So it's the soils, the agronomy, we'll get, and then plus us. We'll work out the details yeah. next time. Yeah. So much to look forward to. Thanks. Bye. Bye.